0: Playtime is over. The Boss Baby 2 is now in theaters and streaming. Boss Baby continues to navigate the cutthroat corporate jungle gym of Baby Corp while angling to achieve the near impossible, a work-life balance. This podcast is brought to you by DreamWorks Entertainment and the Boss Baby 2 family business. So fucked, but that is actually how I ended
1: up getting banned from two really? two different bookstores in one week. What you did was illegal, but mm. your heart was in the right place. I
0: know, right? How am I supposed to even know that I you got can't? Coffee. Oh, hey, Bumblebee. Hey. You are gonna be so happy this week. Mm. I've had like a million breakthroughs, mm. I'm, it's really manifesting in my work. Wait, who's this? Hey, it's JB. Remember JB? Hi. The psychic is literally downstairs and she's actually so good. Like she was telling me that mm. I'm going to meet a Scorpio and we're going to have this like sensual time and they're going to yeah, be so yeah. in love with me, but I'm not really going to feel it like that. Maybe it's not really the, you know, the vibe for this week. Like JB's here. Mm. Mm, I am here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe we, could, like JB and I, could just do this episode. We're vibing. Are you already recording?
1: Oh, yes. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Are you guys drunk?
1: I mean, we're recording a podcast, so obviously we're drunk.
0: Yes. <laughs> Did you do the intro? Mm. We have sponsors, no. babe. And we're not having you ruin another podcast. Like, what you do No no we're Ribbit Ribbit and welcome to the Lilypad an unforgettable fortnightly dive into topics important to you I'm your host the slightly damp and I don't know why Luke and for this week, we're joined by musician and my best friend of all time, JB. Oh, so nice to be here. Thank you for coming on the show. Yep. And tonight we'll be tackling some curly online questions from people that really need our help. Mm. So we're going to dive in. Answer these questions and um, try to make people's lives better. Let me just roll up my sleeves. It's time to get to work. Hopping along, singing a song, talking to folks about what's going on. From my pond to yours, the lily pad.
1: Do you think people with small dogs have big dicks? So
0: the first question that we're going to answer comes from Elizabeth S. I was thinking that's a Handmaid's Tale, the girlie from them, the one who's a Scientologist. Mm. Do you know what Glenn calls the Handmaid's Tale? He calls it the Handmaid's Titties. (laughs) He says, "Can we watch? (laughs) Is there a new episode of the Handmaid's Titties out?" Oh. So Elizabeth asks, "My parents recently disowned my brother after he came out." Of the closet. Do I have to split my inheritance with him? He could use the money, but um, so could I.
1: Oh yeah. Well, you probably have some first-hand experience of this, Luke.
0: I think this is a good opening question because I'm gay. You're mm. straight. Yes. I I feel like we have equal. We are brothers as well. And we're brothers, so we have equal footing in this race.
1: That's right. Yeah. I have brother and a sister. If they happen to be gay, and what do I... you mean happen? He's gay. Um I Will mean he's is, married but yeah from a straight
0: heterosexual perspective mm. if Will came out yeah and your parents disowned him cuz I've always kind of got that vibe yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <parents>. <laughs> yeah they're totally that type uh would you still split and they said JB you're going to get your brother's share
1: oh yeah wow would, would you split it with Will not a chance
0: You'd it's keep all it. it's
1: all mine yeah I might like give him like an allowance, like a weekly allowance. But he has to work for... Oh yeah, he has to not annoy me.
0: I think this is interesting because I've always felt that, well, at least for the last few years, straight women and gay men Mm. have been on like a collision course. You know, it's like a very slow... Two trains are on the same... I'm doing the hands Is it sort of
1: like Israel and Palestine and like drag race is like... What's Jerusalem. The one? It's Jerusalem is drag race and you're both kind of like fighting over it. Yeah, that's deeply offensive, I'm sure, to <laughs> <laughs>
0: at least three groups of people. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's been building within, you're absolutely right, within the drag community, mm. nightlife scene, yeah. this animosity.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Between these two opposing tribes. And mm. I think this question kind of strikes right into... Uh, the heart of it
1: yeah did this so this question really you get a lot of emotions about it like it really feels like it's very personal
0: i know there's a lot of people that are upset by heterosexual presenting people being in queer spaces and then i also know there are femme presenting people Mm. who are very upset about being made felt
1: yeah, Dis- being labelled like, and yeah, like put and into othered. a box. Yeah, And I,
0: I think this question, although I'm sorry to the brother.
1: To be honest, I would 100% split. Probably more more likely my parents were like annoyed that I wasn't gay. It annoys be, me every day. I know, it annoys me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think split it. But like 60-40.
0: Do the right thing, but don't be dumb about it.
1: Yeah, but be smart about it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, We'll go on to question number two, which I have on a piece of paper right now from Mm. Flying Duchess. It's a fun name. Yeah. They say, help. How do I inform my upstairs neighbor that they stomp around all day and night till my lamps jingle and shake? What kind of lamps you got? It makes me think they're those sort of boudoir style beaded Yeah, beaded. They're jingling and shaking.
0: But they're definitely skirting around. Flying Duchess is trying to be politically Mm. correct here.
1: They're, they're fucking.
0: When they're saying, yeah. how do I tell my neighbors? And, and it's so funny because we're so sensitive about that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. how, how do you tell someone you
1: can hear them having intercourse? How do you do it? How do I do it? <laughs> <laughs> the problem with this is when you tell someone that they are having sex too loudly, yeah. you are basically saying, next time you have sex and you start getting loud, think about me. Yeah. And I know like from personal experience, like I've been in this situation. I moved into a new place with my ex. Um, Were you
0: the informing
1: party or the informed? I was informed. (laughs) You were? (laughs) I was very much informed. So we moved in and I think it was like our first place that we had together. We were having sex Mm -hmm. and then like the next day... I was actually just coming out of the shower, it just adds to the awkwardness of this. But I felt Mm -hmm. a knock on the door and opened it and it turned out it was one of my neighbours and she sort of was like, Oh, like nice to meet you. Like first time we'd ever seen each other. I thought maybe she was like, Oh, welcome to the neighborhood. Here's like a some hamper hamper (laughs) with some flowers. She didn't have a hamper, which was my first worry. I was like, Where's Mm -hmm. the hamper? But yes, then she was like, Actually, I heard you guys having sex last night and it was a bit loud. From then on, every time we had sex, I had to think about that neighbor.
0: Mm. I feel like you've answered a different person's question. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's just my two cents. What I take
0: away from that is whenever you're delivering bad news, you should customarily Mm. have some sort of hamper. should have a hamper. (laughs) Some kind of hamper. (laughs) Absolutely. To soften the blow. Yeah. I would say you very clearly have three actions. Three. That you can take here. Number one, get new lamps. Mm. (laughs) It's time for a style update. Something a little sturdier. Option two is buy a hamper and go up there.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You better get a good hamper though. A good one, go
0: up there and and just do it. Pull the bandaid off. Or number three is do nothing. Yeah. And
1: deal with it. Yeah. Get some noise-canceling headphones.
0: I'm a voracious lover.
1: Oh. (laughs) I thought you were like... There was misdirection there, like you were going to no. say something else, like "I'm a voracious eater" or something. But you, you—it was the thing yeah. I thought it was going to be. And and this I've guy Fox publicly
0: spoken about it for two years <laughs> on a on, on a podcast. What's the name of that podcast? We don't talk about. It. I've told you so many times. If you're coming on this show, we don't talk about the other show. Uh, I said that to you when you came in. Remember? Yeah, it was
1: in my contract. We
0: just don't. But I still find it intimidating when I hear the people directly above me going to town. Yeah. But what yeah. I do yeah. think about sometimes is I hear the people above me raw-dogging. Yeah. So do the people below me
1: yeah.
0: hear me raw-dogging? Yeah. Of, obviously, yes, they yeah. must. The thing is, I don't live above people. That's I true. live above a doctor. Oh. <laughs> Someone could literally be down there seeing their GP for like...
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: ...respiratory problems... <laughs>
1: And they're probably like, well, there's no respiratory problems up there.
0: So, like you think of your neighbor, I think of people Mm. seeing my doctor. Yeah. Because I also see that doctor. Yeah.
1: Maybe you could just say like, oh, sorry if I'm ever noisy.
0: I've hinted at, like I've sat there and I've said, do you know this? Look at that, that ceiling tile. That's my bed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My
0: bed is literally there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like putting the crumbs out there. I'm
1: imagining now like that there's like bits of the ceiling falling down, like the lights are like flickering. That's true. on and off
0: <laughs> like in the like, old pictures. Speaking in
1: tongues, you know, like
0: The glass of water on the table was bubbling oh. like the T-Rex <laughs> in Jurassic
1: Park. I was thinking ex- it's like the Exorcist, you know, like maybe be not so specific.
0: Mate, you've you've got it. The literal solution to this is mm. you go up there and you complain about a different noise, yes, not the raw dogging. Yes, I heard when, when you like
1: drop that cup. Yes, whatever, and they know that that's a lesser noise than them fucking. Yes, they go. do the maths. They do the maths. Listen out, like put a cup really? to the, put a cup to the ceiling to f- hear a different noise other than them going at it. Mm. And um, bring it up next time you're up there with your hamper. Still bring a hamper. Still bring the hamper. <laughs> Go up there and say, I hope you enjoyed Gilmore Girls last night. Yeah, bring Because I heard... <laughs> because the, I heard Rory...
0: The entire episode. Because yeah. just letting you know I can hear your TV. I,
1: listen, I heard Rory and Lorelei and they're like real quick talking.
0: So we're going to take a short break uh, from helping oh. people
1: out. Okay, cool. I could use a break.
0: No, you don't get to take a break. Oh, is this
1: that weird thing that you emailed to me? It's not weird, it's an ad. Oh god, I'm so sick of subscription boxes. Why do I keep getting boxes of food sent to me? How the heck am I supposed to know what overpackaged stuff I need sent to me each month? That's why you should join Subscription Swap. They'll sign you up for every monthly subscription service and randomly select which one you'll get each month you'll have even less of an idea of what you're spending your money on. Live life to the fullest and financially overcommit with Subscription Swap. That sounds really fun. I think that's a good one.
0: And we're back. So the next question, JB, is a bit of a saucy one. Ooh. And Rebecca asked... Hold on. Okay. What is that? We'll just do it again. It's probably just a little bit of... Wait. Oh, be are you eating chips right now?
1: What? I mean, her mouth is really full right now. Can, can can you stop? We're
0: we're recording, and you're munching right into the microphone. Um, I have to eat these. I have low glucose levels. Oh. Do you, do you want me to faint? No, of course no, not. These are a prescription. My dietitian prescribed these to me. Like, this is actually really offensive. I feel really upset. That no, those are those are just Doritos. Yeah. Yeah. They're the prescription Doritos. Yeah. I don't think that's the thing. Can you at least eat them outside? While we record. I want to go outside. The psychic's actually really fucking sleazy. Like. Yeah. No, outside now. Oh Bumblebee out. Wow. Outside. Wow. Just keep going. She's yeah. she's good at other things. I can still hear her eating. This is a. Real, she's really getting into those. Okay, let's move on to the next question. I don't even want to try doing let's it. Let's reset. Let's just do the, the next one in the pile, which comes from Manic Pariah, who sounds like a fun person.
1: Yeah, that sounds cool.
0: Now, they say, I went to a party a few days ago and it was super fun. So, in the same group chat, I offered to throw the next one. Ooh. Already six of 25 people have said no. And what do I do?
1: Oh, no. So, I'm guessing that, like, no one said yes. Silent. Just silently kind of judging you.
0: Props for, like, yeah, shooting your shot. Like... Yeah. For me, I immediately get anxiety Mm. when I hear that there are 25 people in a group chat.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's not okay. It's a lot of memes. That's not okay to me. I don't want to annoy 25 people potentially right at this moment. Like... I want to have the life and self-confidence of Manic Pariah. Yeah.
0: That I go to one party. Yeah. One time. Yeah. And decide, you know what? I'm throwing the next. Yeah. So-. You know, yeah. like, it's not even like that was fun. I'll go to the next thing. Yeah. This person went to it and was like. I'll, I'll hold this next event. I will do the thing. Yeah. I want to live
1: life with the confidence of Manic Pariah. But with better friends. They're not the pool person of the group. Because there's certain people. And I think Luke, you're actually one of these people where like Mm. people will follow you. You could say like, hey, everyone, come meet me at the candy factory or whatever. And you'd get Mm. like a group of people to come meet you because you are that personality. But if I said, hey, everybody, meet me at the candy factory. Like maybe 30% you would come. You have to understand what your role is in society. If If you are someone who can invite people to the candy factory or, or if you're someone who says yes i'll be there are you the willy wonka are you the willy wonka or are you the charlie this is a fun story okay i love
0: saying that when it's like not a fun story that gets
1: me already i'm, gets, I'm yeah. on the edge of my seat i want to know what the fun story is
0: people love the word fun yeah it suggests it suggests something fun fun yeah to <laughs> yeah. but this is a fun story when we were teenagers jb and i have been friends for about 16 years now yeah. And when we were friends, I became obsessed with this abandoned race course Mm. that was near your... It was sort of halfway between your house and my house. And you could access it by jumping over, I think, a a gate at a train station. It had
1: barbed wire on the top, but, like, you put a... Put like a blanket or a jacket over mm. that. You'll wreck the jacket, but you won't get cut.
0: Well, we didn't have to do that for a while because we found... Remember, you could walk along the train tracks yes. for like five minutes. Yes, yes. And the displaced people had like cut Yes, a hole in that fence that we would then crawl through. Yep. Yep. I was just obsessed with that
1: race course. Mm. I'm gonna just say the name of it. It's Cheltenham Racecourse. Oh, yeah, it right. doesn't even exist anymore. Like they've <laughs> they've they've actually torn it down, and it's got like a whole bunch of houses there now in and Adelaide. This,
0: and this show is littered with copyright infringement, and I'm concerned about it. <laughs> about you don't want to get sued by Cheltenham
1: Racecourse. <laughs>
0: But I was obsessed with Cheltenham racecourse yeah. and I would literally back on our days of like Nokia message yeah. <laughs> you guys and say this and I'd
1: be like oh I have to stop my snake game and see I, what text I'd Luke say, has sent me.
0: Bitch we're going to the racecourse yeah. tonight. And we'd have like 10 of us. Yeah.
1: This is like the perfect example of Luke's pull.
0: It was a bunch of bushes and things. Yeah, no there was nothing
1: there. It was very dark and scary. There was no lighting. It was just
0: abandoned Bushes,
1: Yeah. Those bushes were abandoned long,
0: <laughs> long ago. And we would just sit there and drink. And, and I look back on that and go, oh, okay, that wasn't a fun time. I look back on it very fondly. And then yeah. we did this other thing. I'm going on a tangent now. Yeah. But I just remembered it. This and is it's... all tangents. No, this is helping. Okay. Because then we played that game on our friend, which we can't say her name. Anne Holly, Yeah. Where we went to the race course and it's like pitch black and we said what we're going to do is one by one, we're going to drop back. Yeah. Because we we're obsessed with horror pictures yes. back in the day.
1: Love those pictures.
0: And so one by one our friendship group would be like, I need to wee. Yeah. I'm just gonna go into this you know, dark corner and
1: disappear. Yeah. And then the next one would be like, Hey, Jerry's been gone a long time. I'm just going to go check on
0: them. And then that person would disappear. And so we did that one by one until it was just me and this person. (laughs) And Holly. (laughs) Left in this bush and we sat in this like inside a tree somehow. Are you going
1: to cut out when I'm saying her name? job that's bumblebee oh job. yeah Bum- we'll see if bumblebee is i mean i doubt that she'll cut it out cut it out she does not seem like the sort of person who. did you gonna-
0: hear the last episode she left in everything
1: like does she even listen to the episodes before she puts them out because
0: we were left <laughs> until there were just two of us mm-hmm. awkwardly sitting and i think five of you guys were waiting we were just hiding hiding in another different bush separately <laughs> yeah yeah before i had to like point out to that person and say hey by the way all of our friends are dead.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: We're sitting here alone <laughs> and you haven't got this joke at all.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I don't exactly know how that helps. I don't know this what person, has that has to do with anything. But I feel like it does. I feel like it does. <laughs> <laughs> I think this may be an opportunity for them to learn that they are not the party thrower. You're a party goer and and be okay with that. Yeah people need to be at parties yeah a party without people that go to parties mm. is
1: just, it's just a person it's just
0: a par- <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's okay that's totally fine we've come to the last of our questions we sure have it's nice to give, give back. back yeah our last question of the podcast i was gonna say evening but who knows when you're listening to this? It's so weird. I it's think so about weird. that all the time. People listen to this at different times and that's weird to me.
0: On the other show, I always used to say like, good morning or whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then I'd
0: have like an... I'm not even joking. Intense spiral. Yeah. <laughs> intense. <laughs> intense spiral. Yeah. When I'd realize these people aren't listening to it right now. That's
1: so weird, right?
0: Someone messaged me once and they said, oh, I listen to your show when I'm at the gym mm. And I re- replied back, and I was like, "That's so weird because I record it in a studio, <laughs> and
1: they'm like, "That's so stupid, yeah let's it's... move on to the next question. yeah, uh, this is from Social justice Dog <laughs> they ask estranged father birthday gifts his seventieth is coming up, but I've never met him. <laughs> oh, I feel like there's more to this story
0: they' see this is what manic pariah the previous person could learn about storytelling you hook yep. them in yeah this gives you enough of a tease
1: yeah just enough information that you are like prompted to ask a question i want to know more i want to know more what yeah. would what would you give your estranged father uh for their 70s i mean based on past experiences with the estranged father surely the best present that you could mm-hmm. give them is to leave them alone. Distance, distance, <laughs> more distance. They've made a choice at some
0: point. So you suggest they give what some sort of card that says it says "Don't worry." It's a blank card, <laughs> and they open it, and it just says
1: "Freedom" <laughs> inside. Yeah, uh, that's nice. That would be nice. I'd love to get a blank freedom card. It's symbolic. Yeah. No, it was terrible. It was terrible. Anyway. Do you know what I've started doing
0: as gifts? And I mm-hmm. think this is everyone should do this. Yeah. Have you heard of Cameo yeah. before? Yeah, yeah, In yeah. You know Cameo? My favorite thing now is to book birthday cameos from cele- like D to F grade celebrities. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a contestant from The Bachelorette season six. Yeah. Or like The Dad from Neighbors or whatever. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, like, a retired football player.
1: Yeah. Somebody from, like, season three of Australian Idol. If you get a video message from
0: a highly obscure, irrelevant celebrity... Yeah, yeah. ...that doesn't align with your personal
1: interests... ...has nothing to do. You don't have a very small idea of who they even are. Yes. Yeah. A poem, perhaps. A poem, yeah. Or maybe we could do it for you. We could write it, yeah. Let's could write look. you a poem right now. Let me... F- just going to Google it. You're just Googling lost father poem. Yeah. Cool. Did that come up with anything useful? Heaps of stuff. Heaps of good stuff.
0: I think this is a great idea. Just link them.
1: Yeah, to this podcast.
0: We're going to read a poem. Mm. This poem's called Not Enough Time. The time we had, Dad, wasn't nearly enough to pack in an entire lifetime of love.
1: There are so many questions that I need answers to. But now that you're gone, there's no way to ask you.
0: They say grief is easier to bear as time goes by, but that doesn't stop me from wondering why. Why my dear sweet dad was taken... Oh, I think this is <laughs> the wrong poem. Yeah. I would still send them, this is a great Definitely gift. send
1: them this podcast, because it's a great podcast.
0: You know what's a good gift to give an estranged father? What? Their father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what i mean yeah is your estranged grandfather yes find them i would say the best gift you could give your father is his father is his father <laughs> yeah yeah yeah.
0: and then when he experiences some like inner turmoil mm. at how uh difficult those emotions are yeah you can say see now you understand now you get it and then the th- intergenerationally, the three of you were bonded. That's beautiful. And I think there's nothing... There's nothing
1: more beautiful than that.
0: They call it generational trauma. (laughs) They do, and it's one of the strongest, like, hardest to break (laughs) links in the chain of abuse.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know why I'm... Sorry, I'm not laughing. I'm crying. It just so really it brings up a lot of stuff for it me. It really got him.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah. It happens. That within... was the name
1: of my band in high school.
0: <laughs> I know. We're gonna play one of their songs. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, it happens within the gay community from like. From the trauma of the HIV and it oh, gets passed down yeah, to yeah. the younger generations of gay men.
1: Like as in going through that period of
0: they have that trauma and then they teach us about it and we take on some of that, which is important to do. Totally. But it's it's generational. Mm. And so maybe this situation needs a little bit of that. Little bit of that. In the pot wow i don't think um you guys should give advice ever i actually thought it went pretty well though yeah i thought we nailed that and you can like clean when you're editing you can clean it up in post post. oh yeah like they do with the marvel pictures yeah oh yeah just like the marvel pictures except your podcast will be like two minutes with the content that we can actually use
1: Do you have any Doritos left?
0: No. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of The Lilypad. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lilypadpod for even more content. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The Lilypad is written and recorded by your sister's ghost.
1: I forgot to bring my lunch, I left it in my other bag I don't want to walk back home, I'm tired and I'm sad Generational trauma, generational trauma, generational trauma That's the name of my high school band